Family from the Heart podcast episode number 152. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And guess what? We had a business meeting this week, which means we've got topics to talk about. Not on a napkin. And they're not on a napkin. They're not. What's up with that? Hey, folks, this is the podcast devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the family behind what's going on here at GSPN.TV World Headquarters. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I have no idea. You sound like Rachel Spillman now. Oh, anyway. He's oh, Coco. That's kind of oh, Well, that's that's uh, Tim Allen, but hey. Yeah. And <laughs> that was horrible. That's crazy. Anyway, so excited. Uh, we have a full show of things that uh, we could talk about. Absolutely. But, um, obviously, one of, one of the things that we, we certainly wanted to mention, it, and it's not exciting at all. Uh, is the the terrible tragedy that happened? Uh, oh yeah, the you know several hours after we had recorded our last episode of uh, Family from the Heart. No, that of course is the 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 devastating earthquake and tsunamis and and now nuclear mm-hmm. major major issues happening in Japan. And ah oh, man, it is it is it is the worst thing I think I've seen since uh, since nine eleven. I mean, obviously, there was the tsunami and everything that happened in. Uh, uh, there was Haiti. There's all the other places that. But I mean, this is, for you know, in my mind, this is, and of you know, there was the flooding in New Orleans, New Orleans. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, but this, in my mind, what's going on? This is at the same level as far as impact that it's had on my mind of thinking, right? About just just mind altering about mm-hmm. the way that that life is well, and- i think that i think um that the while you knew that all of those other things were going on you weren't following the news of that mm-hmm. honestly i think that part of the reason that it is impacting you more than those other events that you mentioned is because you're following the news more now and um and and so you're being made aware of what's going on. Right. Where before we don't watch the news in our house. No. Um most of the news, the the thirty-five minutes that, that our local news is on are things that I would consider to be family disputes and shouldn't be on the news in the first place. Right. And um so we don't watch we don't watch a lot of the news, but you found, you know, a way to to take in the news through your iPad, and so you, you've been reading it every day, and and being made aware that you're watching the videos of. I mean, you showed me a six minute video of just from from the beginning of the wave, the the tsunami wave hitting this town. It washed out an entire town, buildings and all. I mean, like washed the buildings away from their foundations in six minutes. It it was so. I think that I think that you're just more mentally aware of what's going on because you're following it. Well, and and the other thing is, is in Haiti there wasn't you know a ton of people with video cameras built into their you know their phones, and then all of a sudden putting it all on YouTube and stuff like that. But um, uh, but here's here's the situation though is 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 that 
this the devastation that's happened there uh when when i think about the the thousands of people who were possibly in their homes you know mm-hmm. thinking you know i'm just going to go to the top level and and whatever and, and just the number of people who have died that morning that that was a normal day for them i mean right. they, they wake up that morning you know this was any other day and mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden here within you know literally within the course of a few hours I mean, their life will never be the same. Absolutely. I mean, right. I mean this, and this is a nation that obviously experienced, you know, World War II and and some devastating things back then. But man, this for a lot of people, especially like my age and younger, that you know, this is this is the worst thing that's ever happened to them, and this is an this is in a way an unimaginable thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it and and I just man, my heart goes out to them. And and what happened in my mind is it, it was once again that reminder of you know uh, what is most important you know I, I we talk about well we talk about I, I think about consistently almost too much about how much am I providing for my family how much money am I earning to to make ends meet to to you know pay for the things that we do you know I obviously you know we wanted to to make certain things happen to put enough money away for this and that if this were to happen and you know and and putting money away for retirement and then hopefully getting to the place where we can you know start putting that money away for college and all these other things and, and these things consume my mind and then you know I get so busy working 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 that it something like this reminds me of like you know what we can do all of those things but the one thing we have right now is our family and and sometimes I, I I think I don't think that I need to go to the other opposite extreme and say yeah you know everything's just gonna work out which I mean at, in a way there is some simple truth to that and that's the, some of the things that God's teaching me through the year of provision and and my focus on trusting in His provision and finding balance and understanding what that means but um but there there's I, I don't think that God's calling me to go to the other extreme saying yeah don't worry about it just go in work eight to five do whatever feels good and you're good. Right. You know, I, I still have a, a feeling, a strong worth work ethic that I I think some of it is unhealthy and some of it is extremely healthy. And and so, I, but I have to find that balance. But what it's done for me is said, is, is it's caused me to say, you know, have I spent some time with my wife today? Have I spent some quality time with my son today? Because I, I'm not guaranteed tomorrow and neither is anybody in my family, mm-hmm. you know, and that doesn't, you know, it, it, it whether it's a, you know, an earthquake that hits the new Madrid fault or whether it's, you know, a tornado that sweeps through the neighborhood with the springtime weather that happens here in our area or whether it just be, you know, breaking down on the side of the highway and unfortunately you get too close. I mean, there all kinds of horrible, tragic things. And I, I don't I don't have that mindset. I try to stay positive and and I, I try not to get too caught. But in my mind, I think there are times when I need to remember how precious life is and to live in the now to live in the mm-hmm. present and um and to be thankful for the things that we have and and it reminds me to pray for other people in the world and to to you know it, you know i one of the things that i think i still struggle with way too much is the idea that this world my my life everything in it revolves around me you know and and mm. and, and that's not the way it is and i need to be I oftentimes need to be reminded that 
there are other people on this planet and you know their lives revolve around them and and what's most important to them is is their circle of influence and their atmosphere and their dealings and their other things and and obviously it's not i don't think god's calling me to carry the weight of the world on my shoulder and that we all should be as miserable as the least common denominator i i, I think that we're supposed to enjoy life and and enjoy the gifts and the benefits and the blessings that we have but but man, it, it reminds me, you know, there are a lot of people out there that, that need, um, that need help, that need, uh, they need physical help, you know, the presence of our help to come and help them. They need, you know, there are people who we have been blessed financially, we, you know, they, they need financial help and there are people out there and, and, and by golly, I do not believe in the statement, the, well, the, you know, at least the least that I can do is to pray for something. It's like that. I don't believe in that statement. Right. I believe that, you know, these people, there are people in this world that, that, you know, when God lays them on our heart, we need to pray and that there, there's, there's power in prayer. It's not, it's like, well, the only thing I can do is it, it, no, it's, that's not a last resort. And, and oftentimes I do need to be reminded of the fact that, um, there's a lot of ways to help. And, and so what I've been, what I've been thinking through is, is, you know, what is it, you know, I mean, what is the responsibility here? And, and not only the responsibility, but yeah, I mean, what, what is the responsibility? What is the thing that God expects me to do? And, and uh, so, yeah, if, if God expects me to do it and he tells me to do it, then it is my responsibility. But, but what are the things that God would have me to do to help in, in these times with these people? And right. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I was uh, on Friday after I learned of all this, um, went out for a very long walk. I think it was an hour and a half or something like that. And as I was, it's like, you know, it just reminds me not just of people who have suffered these tragedies, but people who are suffering from physical illness and, and stuff like that. And, and just, just brought a lot more balanced perspective to, to life. And, um, you know, my heart goes out to these people and, and I have no idea what's going to happen with this nuclear thing. And there's, there's a plume cloud that is now traveling. It'll go over the, um, islands this afternoon and supposed to be at the, the Southern point of California by later today or tomorrow. I don't remember, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a huge thing. It, it's a huge thing. Yeah. And life is fleeting and precious and, yeah. Yeah. The 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 one thing I can tell you though is that the news is the news makes money by spreading fear. Oh yeah. All right. And I I just want people to be be cautious of that. That is how they make their money. They make money from their advertisers. Their advertisers pay them money if they can get you glued to that television 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, it, it I, yeah, it's okay to be in the know. It's okay to to be concerned, but by golly, enjoy your family, you know, spend some time with them and, 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 and do the, th- I mean, understand life, hopefully for uh, many of us will continue to go on. I mean, uh, there are some very horrible things in this world and, and, you know, the, what's happened in Japan isn't the first and, and it's not going to be the last and, and, uh, you know, let's seek out and each consider what is it that we can do absolutely to to make this world a better place a more positive place even in the midst of tragedy and destruction and and whatever else may happen mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so yeah 
Of course, okay. and of course, I did. I have been so, reading that daily news. You have, yeah. And, and of course, it, I'm I'm reading. You know these these uh, these nuclear reactors are the same kind of reactors that you know they they've warned against in the past. Mm-hmm. There, matter of fact, the one guy who worked with General Motors who designed was working on. He's like, listen, no. He walked off the job. He's like, I, no, you guys cannot do this. And uh, I learned that there are. I can't remember if it's four or fourteen of those same things that are in uh, facilities here in America. So mm-hmm. anyway, we're going to have our own big earthquake someday. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's what they say where we are actually, uh, aren't we do for like a major scale earthquake, major, yeah. major scale yeah. earthquake. So. Um, we are, we live on the largest fault in North America, in North America, in North America, right? The largest fault line. Uh, it is much larger than anything California has. Mm-hmm. And it's called the New Madrid Fault uh, and uh, Fault Line, and um, they have record as far as history goes. It's every two hundred years, it basically does something, mm-hmm. and um, it had some minor shifting a few years ago. Yeah, we felt it. We I, felt I was it. I was up. I don't think you were up. I think you were sleeping on the couch, and the the dishes on top of the cabinet, my decoration, yeah. like. We're, we're wiggling and jiggling yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and and it so. was it was it was long enough that he'd woke me up, woke and me I up. stood up and I felt the house house shaking under right. my feet. Yeah, and it woke you up, so we had that, and that was like a four point nine down Where, somewhere in it, Indiana. Was it in Indiana or Illinois? Illinois. Or, I think it was in yeah one of those, but it was far enough away. Right, but, right, but but we felt it, and and so yeah, it's yeah, but we're. The, the all the experts say in Kentucky in the Kentucky Department of Emergency Management website says it's not if but it's when when and they're predicting an 8.0 yeah. earthquake in Kentucky and, and that it's past its its, it's past due. its due it, date it, it, yeah. it's, it if history is an indicator that it should be here and and that given the population and the, the way things are set up now that it could be devastating and of course. <laughs> I'm not. We don't know. We, I'm right. not going to live my life in fear. I mean, it, it, the thing is, is every year we live in an area where tornadoes come and wipe out in complete neighborhoods. I mean, and and by golly, I, I lived through one of those. Right. You know, and yeah. a matter of fact, I, I think if you is it. Let me see. If, is it gspn.tv slash tornado? Did I? I ever, don't know. You did post those pictures. Gspn.tv slash tornado. Let me see if I did a short URL to it. I didn't, but I will. A tornado. All right, I'm doing a search right now, and it doesn't pull up, and it's because I called it a tornado. Nice. <laughs> How about an R in there? So I'm going to look and see if I can find it. Uh, do you want to say anything while I'm looking um, it up? Well, yeah, I do, because you were talking before about, you know, um, what each of us should choose to how each of us are called to respond, mm-hmm. you know, to, to a disaster like this. Um, you know, I, I'm a mom with, with three kids. It, it's really unrealistic for me to pick up and, and go to help physically, mm-hmm. you know, but obviously I am praying for these people and, 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 and for, for the country of Japan. And, um, and so I was sitting in the car the other day and the song came on and you know, I love to talk about music and you know, you know, I say that every time I talk about music, but mm-hmm. anyway, um, so I was sitting in the car and I've made it my goal through the 
through this year to, to keep on um, Christian music. And it's really been keeping me uplifted and focused on um, our, our, our yearly words of provision and, and mine separate of toning. And um, anyway, so the song comes on and they talked a little bit about the artist who wrote the song. And he was talking about how after the flood in Nashville happened, was that last year? Yeah, it might have been uh-huh. this year. Or, well, no, this is March. Oh, okay, so, you're right. Okay, it was last um, year. It, it happened last year. But um, I think this song is by Josh Wilson. But anyway, so he lives in Nashville. He's from there, but he wasn't there when it happened. And so he just, he's like, you know, as soon as I got down on my knees and I was praying for these people and, and, and praying for Nashville and. And he's like, you know, something clicked in me at that time. And like, he was like, this is my home. This is where I'm from. I should be doing something other than praying. And so he wrote this song and I'm just going to read the chorus, but it says, "Um, I don't want to live like I don't care. I don't want to say another empty prayer. I refuse to sit around and wait for someone else to do what God has called me to do myself. I could choose not to move, but I refuse. And, um, and so that just hearing that song the other day, as I was praying for the people of Japan, just really made me change my prayer in that, um, asking God, not only, you know, to help these people, but how does he want me to help them? Right. You know? And, and so that has been my new prayer. I don't, um, in case you're wondering, have an answer yet, but, um, but, but I've changed the way that I'm praying for Japan. Right. In that, what is my personal responsibility to them? And if you say no doubt right now, I'm going to kick you in the knee. Praying about. <laughs> he has praying a, no idea what I just said. <laughs> I do. That you have been praying yeah, about what so. your, what you can do, what God would have you to do. Right. And you don't know what it is yet. And right. you just read the lyrics to a song that reminded okay. you. That, anyway, so that, that's all. That's all. I just, yeah. that's all I wanted to say. Did you find your pictures yet? I did. Uh, you can now go to gspn.tv slash tornado. And Parker's going to put that in our show notes. And it's going to take you to our plus member access site. And uh, again, that's gspn.tv slash tornado. And that will take you to a picture of the uh, tornado that I lived through. And uh, it was quite an experience. And uh, so, yeah. And then, of course, there's a podcast episode that talks about that. Yep. Anyway, okay. but so the, the point that I was making, though, is that, you know, we could we could live in fear. We could live in fear of tornadoes we could live in fear of the next earthquake we could live live in fear fear of everything of radiation clouds coming you know to america we can live in fear of all these things and obviously i'm not you know radiation cloud in southern california would i be a little freaked out right now yeah i'm gonna tell you i probably would all right uh but for those of us who are just sitting there glued for days and days and days about every little thing it it's I don't know. I I think that that we can carry ourselves a little too far. Right. You know, th- I understand. this this is this is something that I think is important to continue to keep your eye on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't let it consume. I mean, I, I remember after 9/11, gosh, I used to be so so soaked in I remember into the that news. day. That that day you called me like every 5 minutes and asked me if I had turned on the news yet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I have a newborn. And a two-year-old who wants to watch Sesame Street. No, I have not turned on the news yet. And um, and once I did, 
honestly, I turned around and turned it right back off. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I didn't want to know. It's because I couldn't keep watching it over and over again. But so I, I know exactly what you're talking about, you know, just being glued to the news. And, right. Um, so anyway. Well, let's Can, move on to some other please. things because, uh, you know, the, the you're type, getting a little heavy in here. I know. You can't little, breathe anymore. I know it's too heavy in here. But uh, it, it, it's obviously a heavy subject mm-hmm. and, and one that I felt like, you know, the, if there was an if there was a podcast to seriously address, you know, m- you know, that, that topic, it would be this one. I, mm-hmm. I just really felt like it was very heavy on my heart and, and heavy on the hearts of many people. And so w- continue, please, to pray for the people of Japan and pray about what you can do above uh, above just praying and, and not that just praying. I, I I want to. I, I think. I think, I think your point know. is yeah. is made. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about the title of this week's episode. Stephanie. Oh my goodness! Let's please do the title of this week's episode should be "My husband is losing his mind." It's called <laughs> "Eggs in the Cabinet." So here's the thing: I don't remember what day it was, but one day this week, um, I was fixing breakfast for the kids. Uh huh. And I turned to get. Um, one of them, probably Matthew, because he eats breakfast first, a plate out of the cabinet. Mm-hmm. But in place of the plates, there was a carton of eggs. I didn't put them there. I don't know how they got there. But I turn around and my husband's eating an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I took a picture and I twit picked. I wonder what he was thinking about when he put the eggs in here. Yep. Because Cliff... Put the eggs in the cabinet. <laughs> I did put the eggs in the cabinet. They are I have, supposed to be refrigerated, honey. Yes, I understand this. I have no idea what I was. I mean, I, I other than the fact that I was just like going a mile a minute. I'm like, it's like I got this to do. I got this to do. I'm going to do this. And I was looking for a plate. I, I remember I, I, I brought the eggs over to the counter. And I remember that it's like, oh, my gosh, I need a plate for my omelet so it doesn't burn. And so I went up to, you know, I, ha- I, I probably was going to get a plate, put the eggs back and then pull the omelet off. Right. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I can think of is that I opened the cabinet. I'm looking at my omelet down there. I'm looking at the cabinet. There's no little plates up here. And so the only thing I could think of is that I just quickly said, oh, I got to get one out of the, the um, dishwasher. dishwasher. And I must have just without and I know without thinking, set the eggs down inside the cabinet. That's good stuff. <laughs> and it then was I hilarious. went and grabbed the plate. And by the time I had gotten the omelet off the plate, I had forgotten that I put them up there. Well, because think, you didn't know you did it in the first place. I know. I mean, but the thing is, is did I, I, I probably left the cabinet door even open, didn't I? No, the cabinet door was closed. Was it closed? Because I opened it to find the egg sitting there. <laughs> I have no idea. But it's it, it was but funny. But hey, because, you did move a step in the right direction because you closed the cabinet behind thank you, you, which thank you. is a first, <laughs> oh, maybe oh a second. Oh, whatever. Uh, well, the weird thing is, though, I'm sitting there in the chair enjoying my omelets and Stephanie's like, who put these up here? <laughs> and Megan's like, I didn't. And so uh, had they been empty, had the carton been empty, I probably would have blamed it on Megan oh. because she's notorious for putting empty things back okay. rather than throwing them away. Well, anyway, it was obviously me. Do you want me on this show today? Yeah. Because every time I say something, then you're like... Well, anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> no, not, I was just breathing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Goodness gracious. 
Anyway. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> no, seriously, though, what I was going to say was that um, I forget. I know. <laughs> the, I, 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 you had brought it up. I had no idea. And, yeah. and of course, you know, we're watching Grey's Anatomy and, and you know, there's all this talk about uh, people with Alzheimer's yep. and early dementia. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember putting those. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this was just minutes after it had happened. Right. I don't remember putting those right. there. I, I, it is like, am I losing my mind? <laughs> I have no idea. Supposedly. Maybe. I don't know. Now, the thing is, is here's the deal. I don't know if I've forgotten anything else. <laughs> I mean, so far, I, I, I remember everything that I remember doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't remember doing anything I shouldn't have been doing. There you go. But then again, I don't remember putting the eggs up there. So... The car, both cars are still outside. No, the one is not here. Oh, that's right. But that's not because I forgot because we haven't had a chance. Yeah. We have to go pick up the other car. So we have uh, to go pick it up from where it is and take it somewhere else and leave it. But I haven't done anything. And then we have to remember to go pick it up again tomorrow. All right. Yeah. No, I don't think you've forgotten anything else. Okay, good. We'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. No more eggs in the cabinet. It was funny. It was just too funny when I opened up to get a plate and. They're set the eggs. Yeah. Hey, uh, I think now would be a good time to bring up the Thomas Flight interview. Right. So it's a perfect segue too. You like that? It is, isn't it? It kind of just all fits together. It does. Last week, after we finished recording uh, Family from the Heart, we recorded episode number 32 of the Community Voice podcast, which guess what, Stephanie? What? Check this out. Community Voice podcast. Dot com. Oh, that's right. You you went and registered that. Check this out. Right. Right. There you go. Check you Finally out. Finally went and got the domain. Communityvoicepodcast.com. It'll take you right there. And then you can see episode 32 is the most recent episode with Thomas Flight. Now, uh, we're not recording a show this week. We didn't have one scheduled. And I know we could schedule one. But today's schedule for GSPN live recording is completely out of whack. And it's to be honest messed with you. Up. I'm way hey, behind on show notes. But Family from the Heart started on time. It did. Which I'm going to have to call a certain someone and kind of rub that in. <laughs> Just saying. So anyway, um, but last week's episode of The Community Voice was with Thomas Flight, who is 17 years old. He's been homeschooled his entire life. And at age 17, he's already ha- more than halfway through his bachelor's degree in college in communications. That's just at age 17. Really cool. If that doesn't convince you to go and check it out, I encourage you. Well, if it doesn't, then if it you doesn't probably won't go listen. Nothing will. But <laughs> he's really cool. He's really cool kid. Um, young man, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, we're old. You know, anybody under 25 to me is a kid now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that includes you too. Um, but yeah, no, he's really, really. She's talking to my intern. Really cool. Um. Yeah, Cliff's not Cliff's not under twenty five. No, um, very cool young man has uh, amazingly um, centered, grounded perspective. Yeah. on life, and it, it was just it was really cool to talk to him, and I I enjoyed it. Right, I did. So. Good stuff. Stephanie, um, you had received the segue here. Right. Is Thomas that, is the segue too. <laughs> you know, Thomas is somebody who is extremely well grounded, has a great perspective on life and and seems to be fairly well educated mm-hmm. and is somebody who's been in homeschooled his entire life. Now you had received 
the very first ever I did. negative response to your homeschooling decision. Do you want I to tell know. us about this? Yeah, I will. Um, so last Friday, I um, I was at school. Last Friday was the Wax Museum, by the way. And Matthew did a fantastic job. I was so proud of him. He looked so cute with this little drawn-on mustache and, and goatee beard looking thingy. Um, he didn't want to do the full beard back to the ears. So he just had the goatee. But um, he looked adorable and he did fantastic. And I was so proud of him and all all of the kids. I mean, their their hard work, you could just, they, they, they had pride in what they had done. And so it was a great day. But um, so we're standing there and I'm talking with Matthew's math and science teacher. Um, she brought up the conversation about homeschooling Matthew in the fall. And so we're talking about it. She's super excited for us and and uh, was talking about how um, her daughter is currently in the second grade and is telling her, Mama, when I'm in the fourth grade, I want to be in your class. And she's like, uh-uh, that ain't going to work <laughs> because it is that it is that I'm the mom, you're the child. So you think everything that I think is wrong. And, you know, um, she said, plus, I'd have to be giving her spankings in front of the whole class. <laughs> Mm. she was joking anyway but um so we're standing i'm standing there i'm having a conversation with with his teacher and um another mom comes up and she's just standing there uh which is fine after a few minutes the teacher invites her into the conversation with by saying stephanie's gonna homeschool matthew starting in the fall this woman's face god love her it distorted into the most horrific. Looks like I mean, she was it looks like somebody just told her about the earthquake and tsunami in Japan. Oh my I mean, goodness. it was just, oh, it was, um, had I been a different kind of person, it probably could have crushed me. Right. Um, but it, it was just awful. And she's like, oh, are you sure about that? And why are you going to do that? And I, I stood firm. I'm like, yes, it's the best decision for my son. You know, all these things. And um, she's like, well, I, I just I just don't know if I would even do that because the state has all these regulations. And how are you going to keep get, keep caught up? And the kids are already behind because Kentucky standards weren't the same as the rest of the nation until this year. And just going a mile a minute about standards and regulations and testing and the whole reason I'm taking my kid out of school in the first place. And, um, and not the whole reason, but anyway, um, it, it was just, it was my first negative reaction, but I just, she was offering to send me, you know, email addresses with what the state of Kentucky is standards and whatnot. And, um, I just kind of nodded my head. I didn't give her my email address. <laughs> if she wants to send it to me bad enough, she'll find my email address. Right. Right. And um, it's not like it's that difficult, but I was just, I was, while she's talking, I'm just looking at her going, you don't know me. Like, you know who I am, but you don't know me and you don't know my child. Yeah. So for you to make that kind of assumption and that kind of reaction is just kind of, um, judgmental on your own part. Right. I, I was just so like, I really wish I could have taken a picture of her face and showed it to her. Right. And said, you know, mind your facial expressions because <laughs> you could really hurt some people. But it was, it, so yeah, I had my first negative reaction. I, I think I handled it very well. And, um, and I have to tell you that I have the support of his current teachers. Yeah. Tell us and, about that. Tell us what his current teacher said okay so matthew's current teacher um 
we've we've known for over a year now because um megan had her last year and um the whole reason, and I've said this before, but the reason I requested her to be Matthew's teacher was because we had built a good working relationship and, um, I knew that she wasn't going to hold back with me on how he was really doing or, you know, and, and she hasn't and, um, and nor have I on, on my part held back from her and, and we're doing, um, the best work that we can to encourage Matthew to make it through the fourth grade. (laughs) You know, we're not hand holding, we're not holding his hand, but, but we're kind of, you know, together encouraging and, and pushing him along to, to make it through. And, um, so she says to me, I'm telling her the story of what happened with this mom. Um, and she's like, I just don't understand that. She said, Stephanie, this is the right decision for Matthew. That's what his public school teacher is telling me. This is the right decision for this child. And not only that, but this is his teacher this year. And this is something you didn't find out until after the fact. I did. But this is the same teacher that had Matthew not been that you had not made the decision to take him out of school because of the circumstances being what they are. This teacher, Matt's teacher, is moving to the, in, to the yeah. fifth grade next year, and she's actually keeping her entire fourth grade class this year and will have the same exact class next year. So you talk about an opportunity to, to know these kids in, you Absolutely. Know, at a very good and level so of where we were, they're at and what they're capable of and how to push them and, and how to encourage them and stuff like that. Well, and, we and, were talking the other day, and she's like, she's like, because the, the the kids don't know yet. Not that it's not a secret. They talk about it all the time, but the kids just haven't really, when I say they, the teachers, but the kids just haven't really picked up on it yet. And, um, and so she's like, what they don't get is that I'm already going to know all their tricks. So like during the first few weeks of school, while the other teachers are getting to know their class and they're going to be, they're going to be rolling right right with their work because they already have a relationship and she already knows all their games that they're going to try to play and you know all their little so it it was had I known had I known that she was going to be moving up and um I would have the opportunity to have her be Matthew's teacher next year also it would have been a lot easier for it not easy it would have been um it would have given me an excuse to ignore the call that God has put on my life Right. I know wholeheartedly that this is what I'm called to do for the next season of my life with this child. And I'm really trying not to get ahead of myself because the more research and the more looking and the more stuff that I do, I, I really want to do all three of them. But that's not what I'm called to do right now. Mm-hmm. I'm called to homeschool Matthew. And had I known this ahead of time, it really would have given me an excuse to ignore that. But, um, but yeah, his public school teacher is telling me Homeschool is right for him. And then I have this mom's face. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. well, the, I, I laugh at it. It doesn't haunt me. I just kind of laugh, laugh at it. it. It was just crazy. You know, and, and in the chat room, you got a lot of people in here that are saying, you know, 
you're you're gonna get that you're gonna get more of that and stuff like that and they're also very encouraging they say listen you you can do this and and i you know from judging what we know about you guys i know people know a lot about (laughs) us uh because we put it out there and and i i agree you can do this and yes i no doubt will we get more of that lady's face you know once we've made this decision i'm waiting to get it from our family though like well that's the thing that i wanted to bring up and that is that my mom has caught wind of this because I didn't go to my mom and say, hey, did you know we're... Well, we didn't go. I mean, we we announced it on Facebook or um, she follows the face the Facebook. The she, Facebook. Fo- <laughs> she follows Facebook and I've been watching too many Betty White movies and uh, she, yeah. <laughs> uh, PJ says she's a Facebook stalker, which I don't think she's a stalker, but um, but you got to know that, you know, my parents are listening to the full time mom and, and my mother in law is following the Facebook and um so, well, well, my mom so asked she, me. So right. my mom brought it up the other day. So she goes, "So why? So what made you decide to homeschool Matthew?" And I told her, I gave her the explanations, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Yeah, she goes, that probably would have been a better option for PJ, right?" And you know, because yeah. you know that testing did nothing for him, mm-hmm. and all they did all the time was try to get him to the place where he would pass those tests. That's that, all they cared about. That's all they care about. It and 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 I'm not. I'm saying the system. That's all the system cares about. Right. Um, I'm not saying the individual teachers. I'm not. I'm not saying that I. I have had minus one experience with with a kindergarten teacher. I mean, kindergarten is kindergarten. Yeah. Um, minus one experience. I have had um, teachers that I have really enjoyed. I have um, prayed from the beginning that my kids would get the teacher that would um, that would be the best for them. You know, and um, and that has happened. That that has absolutely happened um, the I, entire time. Parker wants to say something. Yeah. I, I don't want to interrupt, but what my mom says is not pure gold. She also doesn't remember me being in the Cub Scouts or know that I was in all AP classes in high school. Yeah, well, you can't dog your mom on the podcast. So um, she might be your mom, but she's my mother-in-law. So only say nice things. Um <laughs> Well, yes, P- Parker turned out okay. So, so, but anyway, the point is, <laughs> but that that again depends on who's judging. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that uh, we have made that decision. We have, and and we do feel confident that this is right. In fact, you know the the you know here's the situation. I remember when I you know was you know it, it, the the whole home to homeschool or not to homeschool. It's whether or not do you use a Windows based computer. Because that's what everybody has, and it's more compatible, and right. and all of this other stuff, and and by golly, it, it it's it, you know it, it's just barrier to entry is so much lower, and it's what everybody does. Or do you go Mac? Right. You know, and I remember it's like, oh my gosh, these Mac snobs, you know, and and uh, you know, now I, we are one. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's like you know, Mac's really the only way to go, and blah blah blah. And 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 I remember being totally turned off by my Mac snobs, and right. I, I I am I am a self confessed. I am completely happy with the fact that I am a Mac snob. All right. But the thing is, though, who's at our door? I have no idea. But they just can. It's got to be a parent. Yeah. I would hope. I mean, they. OK. Anyway, um, PJ's the interns dealing with <laughs> our, our intern is dealing with whoever's at the door. He's now the butler yeah. and um, answering the door. So right. well, anyway, 
<laughs> I hope it's no stranger with a gun that's now <laughs> he would have been holding shot a gun now. to his head. Uh, yeah, we're so, coming here to rob the no. community, the the world. We're talking about the Mac, okay? Right. Um, so yeah, so Mac yeah. snobs get on my nerves. Now I am a self-confessed Mac snob, right? All right. I, I want to say that, that the only thing the only thing that turns me off about homeschooling are homeschooling snobs. Right. You know, the ones who say, well, you know, if you put your kid in public school, it, you know, you're really not doing fulfilling your God-given responsibilities of parenting and educating and your see, and child. I, I and think blah, that, blah, that blah. I, like, I, I'm not on that. I'm not I, on that side at all. You know what? Um, I am. I am thankful to be a max snob and i think it's rightfully so that i am a max snob okay because i completely believe it is a superior system to any other computer system you can buy out there with that being said i'm okay with being a max snob. i pray that i'm never a homeschool snob right i i, I all right <laughs> <laughs> what's she doing here she her to come on down. We're she, recording a podcast. She quit her job and she came to find a new one. Did she quit no, her job? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, she oh. took a walk. How awesome. She she went out for a walk. Okay. So, um, but absolutely so the funny thing, I had a funny story was that I have this book. Um, I've been, you know Shh, we can't talk about my oh, mom sh- anymore in the okay. podcast. <laughs> We're not. Can you hold your thought for a second? PJ did, and I stopped him. Can you hold your thought yes, for just one I second? Can. You know exactly what you're going to yeah, say? Yeah, I do. Hold it right there. Got it. This is a part where I want to say thank you to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com <laughs> slash GSPN for sponsoring this podcast now that we're 41 minutes into it. Yeah, there we go. This show happens each and every single week because of their generous sponsorship, and they've been sponsoring us for now three and a half years absolutely amazing in fact i have it on my to-do list week after or actually day after day after day to talk to them about renewing their next six months and i don't know if they will or not although i assume that they're going to but you know what happens when we assume so uh but anyway i just want to say thank you for, for them to them for sponsoring us whether they renew or not that doesn't matter right. i'm so right. thankful for the for the uh the fact that they've sponsored this show for so long and I am, you know, I just want you guys to know that it's been because of your guys' support of their uh, sponsorship that you've gone over to uh, Mardell.com and you've used promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. It's given you 10% off on all of the things that you buy from them. And it's also been a great way to say thank you to them for sponsoring us. And um, and not to mention the fact that on the top of, of homeschooling, go to Mardell.com and look at the resources that they have for homeschooling. It's out of this world. And so uh, on topic, I thought that that would be great it's plug great. for them. And so uh, thank you, Mardell. M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash GSPN has our featured products, but you get 10% off of anything you find on their store. Use promo code GSPN. Thank you. All right. Back to you, Stephanie. Okay. It doesn't really fit anymore, but I'll still share it. That's fine. Um, so I, I got this book from the library. Um, Homeschool your child for free. Okay. Okay. And um, you're not going to try to go cheap on us, are you? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Hmm. Hmm. I'm married to the cheap one, so I'm trying to, I'm not trying to go cheap, but, uh, just thinking about the different ways that I can, you know, try to save us money if it, if, if it can, and okay. if I can. And so anyway, um, it intrigued me. I picked it up. I've been reading it and, um, I'm, I'm really interested in the idea of building my own curriculum. Okay. Um, and basically this book is an entire, it's an entire book of, um, 
online links with a small description of what the website is and um, really enjoying it. But the, the first part of the book is about getting your house online. And if you don't, um, we should talk about that. Getting the, the getting what is the house that? On- <laughs> getting the internet. Getting the internet. So anyway, I think if, I think if my scale is online, I think our home is online. <laughs> oh, no. Right. I think that, we only have yeah. four internet service providers in it's our home. It's amazing that like our home doesn't just automatically let out what we're eating for dinner every night. And like <laughs> we've we've stream, we've live streamed dinner before. We in have the live streamed dinner before. <laughs> That's fun. Anyway, go so, ahead. Anyway, it talks about getting your family online and um, it, not how to. It's just homeschool. Okay. Um, what? If you. In the search, if you took off how to, it's oh, just, so it's just homeschool. It's for homeschool free? your child for free. Okay. Um. Anyway, so it is. Um. It, it's just it's a fascinating book, but the beginning of it is about getting online, and it says, it says yes to find a PC. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I can't do it. We are sending our kid to private or public public school. <laughs> we we just we yeah we got to go the other way. So no, it was it was kind of funny, and I, am I giggled. Not turning back to the dark side. They didn't list Mac as a as a. Uh, get, they didn't say get yourself a Mac. <laughs> get yourself a PC. It says get a PC. We'll ju- we'll just I think I even we'll just assume when I read it. We'll just we'll just see assume that they meant personal computer. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. I think that's, it, it was just funny. I know. And I laughed. I got it. But, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm really intrigued about the idea of building my own curriculum. And so I'm doing a lot of research. I haven't made any decisions yet. I told Cliff, I'm not making, we're not, um, I'm not making any decisions to talk to him about. Obviously every decision will be, I think agreed upon mm-hmm. by the both of us. Right. But, um, but I'm not making any decisions of anything to bring to you. Until after I go to the Midwest Homeschooling Convention, which is at the end of this month. Right. It's the weekend after we get back from PodCamp Nashville. Yeah, it's the 31st and then April 1st and 2nd. Hey, do you think we can mention so, real quick that if anybody's listening to us, if you live within driving distance of Nashville, Tennessee, Nashville? that on Saturday, March 26th, we would love to have you come to PodCamp Nashville. I looked, there's already going to be, I think it's somewhere between 12 to 15 people from the GSPN community that are going to be at PodCamp Nashville. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, and I haven't officially gotten together to see if I can plan or... Right. You <laughs> said you were going to look at doing that tomorrow, right? So yeah. I'm planning gonna, a get-together or something. It, it's on my list of things to do. Whether or not I'll get to do it, I don't know. But uh, I don't know if maybe it's it, if there's some way to just, you know, identify us. Somebody had mentioned something about you know, putting something on your name tag that, that everybody that's coming could. I think we should all wear pink. <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen. <laughs> right? Not going to happen. PJ agrees. No. Yeah, we would stand out. There's <laughs> no doubt about that. So anyway, uh, PodCamp Nashville is on hey. Saturday, March 26th. Go Hold to on, PodCampNashville.com and you'll find it. I think we should all wear black. Okay. That's probably what I'll be wearing. I'll probably be wearing black as <laughs> that's well. That's the only thing that uh, my yeah. closet consists of. All right, so moving along. You know what? Talking about testing and all this other stuff, we got some feedback from Maggie. Did we? Are you ready for some feedback I from am, Maggie? I always. haven't told you about this yet. It's You talk about some, some feedback that's uh, confirming. Listen to this. 
Go, Maggie. Hey, Stephanie and Cliff. This is Maggie uh, from Northern Virginia. I'm calling in uh, for Family from the Heart to tell you about a movie that I watched in grad school today. Um, we watched a movie called Race to Nowhere. Um, I'm not sure if it's out in theaters technically or if people are just kind of getting it and doing showings like was today. So um, might want to see if it's in your area. Um, I think the, I believe the website is race to nowhere.com should know that before I call, um, before I called, but I forgot to. Um, but it's about testing um, and in the area. Oh, it is racetonowhere.com. I got a little flyer thingy. Um, so it is racetonowhere.com. Um, it's about testing and the pressures of testing and basically what it's done to high school students and what it's even, you know, does to younger students, you know. And so I thought of you guys um, with the stuff with Matthew and just with the, because education has come up a lot on Family from the Heart. And, um, you know, just this was a very interesting um, video. It was talking, it means some of it was talking about getting rid of homework and it was talking about, the, you know, the pressure of all the testing and the race to get good grades, to get into a good college, to get a good job, to really make a lot of money, you know, and of course one kid coin, you know, said it's a race to nowhere, you know, what's, what are we, you know, what's the hurry, you know, that kids aren't, are having so much homework, they're, um, they're doing, um, they're, they're not being able to be kids, and, um, so it was very, very interesting, I really liked it, um, it does get, um, pretty emotional and some part of it, so, um, which, you know, gets to the extremes of some of the testing, and what it does to kids, but um, yeah, it was very interesting. It made had a lot of good discussion with teachers, who a lot of us know we're doing a lot of testing, but we can't do a whole lot about it at the moment. We're trying, we try our best, but we have to try and keep our jobs as well. So it's just it's very interesting. Just thought I would see if you guys had heard of it, and um, I will talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you, Maggie. I have heard of of Race to Nowhere. Really? I'd Although like to I haven't had I would too. I haven't had the opportunity to see it because like Maggie, it's it's not it's not showing in our theaters. Right. So um I'm not really sure how to go about seeing it. Um and um and I, I mean I can I can imagine I I can imagine some of the stuff that, that we'll see in there. And it, it, because I see it in the school all the time, you know, the, these kids are, they're overstressed. They're, you know, I just, I'll tell you what, if I was in charge of the school system, the first thing I'd do is fire every single lunch lady that is in our school's lunch Seriously? room. Not, not like the, not the, not the lunch ladies who fix the food. Nope. Those those people seem to be very kind, very they polite, are. and they are. very nice. Yeah, every one of them. I'm talking about these. I will say concentration camp people <laughs> that they have that yeah. that make the so, kids be quiet. Try was, to make the kids be quiet. Oh, yeah. oh gosh, yeah. there. I'm telling you, it it's bad. It was bad. I was there um, on Tuesday having lunch with McKenna and Megan, and in a 20 minute time. They put these kids on um, five-minute silent lunch three times. So within 20 minutes, for 15 of those, they were supposed to be silent. Right. And even if everyone is talking, and, and I'm not saying everyone is, 
But even if everyone is talking in an inside voice, you know, talking quietly to their table, there's still 350 to 400 students in that room. Yeah. That, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, I, well, I'll just say this. I can't, I want to go have lunch with my kids more often than I do. But I get irate. But it's hard for me to go and my my blood pressure not go through the roof. Right. And I'll tell you what, I, I it's been several times that I've been to the point where I would just like really want to go up and have a conversation with these ladies. Now I heard from one of the students and I didn't, I, and I'm going to say that I didn't act on it because I was not there. Had I been there, I would have, but I heard a story from, um, from the students that sit with Megan at school that several weeks ago, there was a third grade class who, um, they were just, they were rambunctious. They, they wouldn't quiet down. They were third grade class. They're third graders, right? Okay. Which makes them what? Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Something like, like that. Eight and nine, eight and nine year olds. And, um, so anyway, this particular class would, they just would not settle down or could not settle down. And well, they would um, not, they could not yeah. Is, is, yeah, they would well, not. If a, if a few of them settled down, it's still unfair that the rest, you know, to yeah. them that the rest of them, anyway, what I'm trying to say is that these lunch ladies told them all to put their heads down on the table and that they could not finish eating their lunch. Now, this is the story that's been told this to us by This is a story that's been told to me by fifth, grade fifth graders. So, um, but I, and I, I told the kids sitting there at the table with me, had I been here, I would have said something because oh. that- that Gee, is yeah. unacceptable. Um, I'm not saying that that's exactly what happened. I am saying it was told to, excuse me, it was told to me by 11 year olds. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you what. But when they come in and no, they. There is no way that I could possibly believe that it couldn't happen. Oh, I know. Given what I know about right. that place. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. My favorite is when they bang the microphone on the table. No, it's not like my favorite. That, like that. No, hold on. My, my favorite to complain about. Like that is going to settle down a room, you yeah. know? Yeah. Imagine yeah. The, the noise of banging the microphone on the table. <sighs> I'll tell you. I went to school there and they did it when I went to school. I yeah. know. Yeah. It's, it's probably some of the same ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I don't know what kind of training they well actually i don't I, think they get training. i'm, I'm yeah. almost certain that they don't have training and and i don't think it should be allowed. somebody should just uh, buy them earplugs i, I, I want to know maybe i, I want to know how much trouble i would get into if i was to just go to have lunch with my kids one day and just have my iphone sitting out and do some secret video of <laughs> i don't of know that right and, and to throw it on youtube and yeah. i guarantee well, probably you, a lot because would, you don't have the would, permission of the parents but it, it would change some things let yeah. me tell you because if i was able to capture video of it and put but it on youtube honestly if the other parents outcry. knew you know because you and i are in there i'm in there once a week what? you, you know, know what? I, i'm in I there need, all the time here's the thing I'm some sorry, parents you know they they have to work and so they don't get to go to school and and know some of the things that are going are going on, and and I feel like I need to say that I love our school. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely love it, and um, but this is one area where it just infuriates me every time I'm in there. And so anyway, what I was saying was that I think that some parents need to know what's going on. So so here here's here's the deal. Yeah, you, it, it's one thing to come into a podcast and rant, right? All right, I'm gonna do something about it. I'm not going to go and record video and stuff like that. I am, however, going to go and schedule a couple of lunches with my kids. And I am going to take notes of exact things that are said. And I'm going to take notes of expressions and and certain things that are done. And 
if it if if it's duplicated, like I assume it will be, the things that it, I've noticed. Right, it's. I am going to schedule an appointment with the principal of this school and I'm going to sit down and have this conversation. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, the thing is, is that there's just, there's so many of them in there, which I understand they have to, you know, they have to herd them in like the cattle. Otherwise they can't feed them all in the same, you know, yeah. two hour, two and a half hour, whatever it is, time frame that they use there. But actually I think it's three hours. Right. But, um, we, yeah, just, just, the noise level that they expect it to be at, right? I think is unrealistic. Well, we we've we've covered it, I so. think. So we'll move on. But uh, the thing is, is, is I, I'm going to do something other than just rant. So, uh, <laughs> and and it's going to be respectful and and, and well thought out and <laughs> very and, good and not just rash. So, um, Gina in the chat room says that um, there's a showing of Race to Nowhere, um, at NKU on May third. Yeah. So I'm going to have to look into that and yeah, and see if we can't get there. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a Tuesday, so uh, we okay. could both go together if you'd like. Yep. I would like that very much. Will you will you make a note to look into that? I thought that's what I just did. Okay. Got it. All right. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't work the same way so, you do. So hey, uh, the thing is, is that there's a book that you were another book that you were looking at. It's called What Stories Does My Son Need, uh, and. Uh, it, it looked very interesting. So you want to tell people about this story, this book? Oh yeah, this book. Um, so this was a book that, um, Matthew's current teacher actually, um, loaned to me that is, um, it is a book compiled of, um, half of it is 100 movies and half of it is 100 books that boys should be, um, that boys should be taking in. And I love one thing that I loved about it is that, um, after each title, it has, um, you know, like what they should, um, what, what they should kind of take out of it and then has discussion starters that you, to, to start a discussion with your son about it. And so I'm really interested in actually, um, getting my own copy now so that I can kind of, because that's all, I mean, I can sit down and I can read it and it'll tell me all of the different It'll tell me all the different movies and books and stories that he should be, you know, taking in. But to go in and kind of mark them off as I go, I think would, you know, right, be really cool. So, so. that's a book that we'll need to get. Um, is that? Did we look to see if that was on Kindle? I don't think. Yeah, it I don't was. think that one wasn't. No. Yeah. Um, the other one, I think you sent a, a partial to my Kindle, but right. um, so I have several books on um, boys right now that that I'm reading, just really trying to focus on my son and knowing because he's very different from me. Yeah. And so knowing, you know, the best way to get him to retain information. Exactly. And what information it is that he should be taking. Right. But these stories are, are stories to build a boy's character. And it goes all the way from, you know, preschool age up to high school age of, of stories and books, movies and books that, that they should be. Yeah. Michael, I forget his name because I didn't write it down and yeah. bring it down with me. Anyway, it's it's called uh, "What Stories uh, Does What Stories Does My Son Need?" Yes, that's the title. So you can just go to Amazon and look it up. We looked at Mardell. Unfortunately, they do not have it at Mardell. Right. But uh, buy all your other stuff at Mardell if you can. That would be great. Use Absolutely. promo code GSPN. And uh, 
that's pretty much going to wrap it up. I, I had other things we could talk about, but uh, move on to next we're, week. we need to move on to next week. So, uh, folks, we want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. And, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Hopefully, we'll see some of you in Nashville. I, know, I hope so. You know what? I, I was just thinking is, no, actually, Gina's here in Northern Kentucky, which... I wonder when she's going to come into the studio. I don't know. She's a part of my Probably class. when you invite her. Yeah. Well, I mm. did invite her, but she's been busy. I okay. know that. So anyway, uh, we're excited about all the wonderful things going on here. And of course, if you're not familiar with some of our other shows, uh, there are plenty of them. If you happen to not yet be a Mac snob, but you want to become a Mac snob, you can. Head over to helpigotamac.com and we'll help you through that transition process. Uh, if you want to learn more about social media like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and group texting and all this other stuff that you can do and building real nice, authentic, genuine relationships with other people online, check out socialmediaserenity.com. If you happen to own a small to medium-sized business and you want to learn how to use technology to help you build your brand and to help make your business more profitable and productive, head over to businesstechweekly.com. If you want to learn how to do a podcast of your own, head over to podcastanswerman.com. And if you're not interested in any of that stuff, but you just want to hang out and have a good time, you got to check out gspncommunity.com. It's our own social network just for the folks here at gspn.tv. Again, that's gspncommunity.com. And until next time, Stephanie and I encourage you to join, join the, the community. community.